Welcome back to A Little Bit Unglamorous. I'm your host, Erica Renee, and thank you for joining me this week. I am so excited to be back, and our setup's getting a little bit better. I have a light on me today. I'm really excited. That just came in the mail. And as usual, uh, we cannot expect a podcast without a little bit of technological difficulties. I just spent like an hour trying to sort out my microphone issues. It will sound great to you. Um, now that it's fixed, but oh my gosh, I just feel like if it's not one thing, it's another. However, I want to talk about these lip oils I have in my hands. Um, and for my audio only, I am right now I'm wearing this NYX fat oil. It's the purple shade. I love it. If you wear lip gloss and you don't have a purple lip gloss, you need one. Recently, I placed a Sephora order and I was really excited and it was my birthday month last month and I decided I was going to treat myself and order some pricey items, some things I wouldn't normally order. I got some really fun like glitters that I want to try and wear for the Taylor Swift concert and I was going back and forth on if I should try this Dior lip oil. Um, I've heard good things about it, not good things about it. Mostly the price point is obscene. It's $40. And if you're looking at the visual, I just want you to see them next to each other. They are. (laughs) The next one is $9. The Dior is $40, which is obscene. But I figured, you know what? It's my birthday. I've heard great things about it. I'm going to give it a go. And just gonna open it really quick it looks almost exactly like the NYX one not the component but the little doe foot applicator it smells like rancid Robitussin and (laughs) I can tolerate some weird smelling lip gloss some thick lip gloss some Kylie Jenner cement lip kits, but I put that on and I kind of want to return it. It's not worth the price. This little NYX one, nine doll hairs, a little ASMR for you. Um, yeah. So I was a little disappointed with that. Um, side note though, Sephora I love you, Sephora. You have phenomenal customer service. I have been a, well, now I dropped off rouge status. I used to make a lot of orders and I've been trying to be a little bit more responsible, but occasionally I will make a splurge. And I'm pretty sure I am only like a beauty insider or something, which means I'm like the bottom lowest tier. But so I ordered a huge makeup order for my birthday and I was so excited for it. It was like a $200 order and I get the shipping confirmation and I get the delivery confirmation and I'm so excited and now I know Amazon takes photos when they deliver stuff to your house. I guess other other companies are starting to follow suit as well and I got the photo of it being delivered from the Sephora website 
and the address was correct, but the door with the package in front of it was not mine. And I was like, oh my God, what are the chances I'm going to see that package again? If it's a female, the package literally says Sephora all over it. If it's a female, very unlikely. If it's a male, a little more likely, but if there's a female in his life, probably not. So I immediately contacted customer service and I was like, um, I got my delivery notification today but that's not my house. <laughs> and they were actually really good. He replied immediately and just said, if it doesn't turn up, just confirm your address and we'll ship you out another replacement. No cost. And I was like, oh my gosh. So immediately reshipped my order. They took care of that. And Sephora, you are right in my books again. I was kind of leaning towards Ulta for a bit, but I will stay loyal. And um, this Dior lip glow, though, sometimes paying more is not worth it. I am. I was really excited for this one too. So my <laughs> my toxic trait is every time I've returned something, I treat it as if I just made money. So I'm gonna return this and be forty dollars richer. <laughs> So today we are going full on sweat suit. I'm wearing my pink Victoria's Secret matching little sweatsuit today and I just wanted to be comfy. I've been sick for God knows how long. This cough is sticking with me and I have been up all night long coughing my brains out for what feels like weeks, months, years an eternity and I was joking with my boyfriend the other day saying he has evolved into his final form because I could be coughing my brains out and he sleeps so calmly undisturbed that man sleeps through dogs drinking water chaos in the background coyotes and I wake up with every little thing I swear so this morning I finally, and this always happens to me, once I am able to get a good deep sleep, I realize it's like six in the morning and I have to be up in a very short amount of time. So I fall asleep so deeply. I'm in my REM cycle. I'm dreaming and my alarm goes off and I'm laying there and I contemplate just not getting up. I'm like, you know what? I am sick, so I could call out sick, but I feel like whenever I sleep for long periods of time, I end up feeling worse versus if I were to just get up, start my day, put on my makeup, wake up early, I feel like I'm a little more productive with my day, um, and I knew I had to film this podcast, so I was like, you know what, I roll out of bed, I immediately feel better after I shower, but... Part of me was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to play hooky today. <laughs> Who remembers when the Victoria's Secret sweatpants were all the vibe? It was 2012, you know, high school, college era. I remember everybody wanted the Victoria's Secret yoga pants. I actually used to work with a girl who and we used to work in a restaurant inside the mall and there was a Victoria's Secret and every time she would get paid she would walk straight to Victoria's Secret and look at the new yoga pants and buy another pair she had like millions of pairs and I also I think I still have some original Victoria's Secret yoga pants Victoria's Secret pink 
think I'm going to whip those out soon. But I used to love their apparel. And now I feel like whenever I walk in the store, they don't have items that are at the same level. Do you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of companies that happens to like the quality just tends to go downhill after I don't know if everybody's cutting costs right now but I feel like this I mean this is cute I had to look for it it's got like it's hot pink and it has like little sparkly letters on it but they used to have things that were embroidered and I don't know what happened Fun fact, I used to work there back in the day as one of my first jobs, and it was the worst employer ever, and that is a story for another day. <laughs> However, I did enjoy seeing all the new merchandise because I had a mad Victoria's Secret addiction, and I think that is their ploy. That's what they do. All of those employers like Hollister, Abercrombie, Victoria's Secret, what they do is they just hire a bunch of young kids, a whole bunch of them, and everybody gets like, what, one shift a week, you know, and they tell you you get 30% off or something, and you're in the store all the time, so what do you do? You buy their merchandise. So I think that's their scheme. <laughs> so the most exciting thing I did this weekend besides being sick and being a couch potato and watching a lot of movies was I finally got my Apple Watch battery replaced. I have had this thing for years and years now. It's like an original Apple Watch. The battery would legitimately last for five minutes and then die. So, and I love this thing, even though it's the original one, I feel so like bougie wearing it and I like getting my text messages. So in true sick fashion let's talk about what's new on netflix i did watch two notable shows maybe three the third one is failing me right now but we're just gonna keep rolling and maybe i'll remember it so the first one is a comedy that i watched the other night with zach efron and robert de niro an unlikely duo and what is the movie called it's <laughs> The movie is called Dirty Grandpa, and I immediately saw the actors, and I was like, that is probably going to be really funny. Let's watch it, and it was, and I'm actually really impressed at how Zac Efron was able to break out of the high school musical role. I know for the longest time, people wouldn't give him slack. They didn't think he could be a realistic actor. The same thing with the kids in the Twilight movies. Um after and, and same thing with Harry Potter after all of those seasons of movie you you see these kids grow up in this child role and then suddenly they're taking more serious acting parts and they can never really break out of that mold. I thought friends actually done a really great job at that. He did a phenomenal job in Ted Bundy the Ted Bundy movie and I saw him in a completely new light so I thought the movie was really funny I love Robert De Niro I got my iPad of notes here um my notes are not very substantial this week I'm not gonna lie I spent a lot of time on the couch um so we are gonna make our way through this and you know what it's gonna be the best Wednesday recap ever for you guys and at least you'll have something to listen on your commute to work, right? I also thought it was funny in that movie Dirty Grandpa, Aubrey Plaza was in it, and she looked really young. I think that movie came out in, uh, gosh, 
2012 maybe and i thought it was really funny because she plays this like airheaded college girl that keeps trying to hook up with robert de niro's older character and she has this very perfect blase comedic style this just very flat comedy and she says everything like she's completely serious and i love that about her i think she is her her whole spiel is hilarious and the show also has julianne huff which is, she plays like the uptight fiance she's i always loved julianne huff huff is that how you pronounce her last name that would be really embarrassing if i actually have been pronouncing her name wrong this entire time my entire existence but i remember i used to watch her and her brother i think they would host new year's eve and christmas shows um they were really good not vjs but good hosts for um different tv shows i know she was a dancer and an actress and i've always been a big fan of her and so it was just like really funny to actually see her in a role like that Another movie that came out forever ago that I managed to not watch until this weekend was The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, which stars Brad Pitt and Kate Blanchett. And when I first put the movie on, uh, my first thought was, holy crap, this movie is almost three hours long. I think it was like two and a half hours long, straight up Titanic status. It started out a little bit slow, but it was really good movie. Um, I even got my boyfriend into it. And it was actually really sad because at the end of the day, the main character ruins <laughs> that poor girl's life. But so that was the extent of my weekend. I know it was not very glamorous. However, it's reality. So the Sex in the City reboot season two was just announced recently. It's called And Just Like That. I personally didn't watch season one, but the internet spoiled the ending for me. Thank you, internet. And um, I won't spoil it for you, even though it's been forever, and I'm sure most people have watched it all already. I might go back and watch it, but I think it's on HBO only. And anyway, season two was just announced, and I know a big thing in season one was Kim Cattrall did not come back as Samantha and everybody was really upset by that and they kind of mentioned her in the show and like wrote her out of it which was kind of odd and I guess rumors were swirling about her not wanting to do the spinoff. Sex and the City ran for so many seasons and I remember buying the DVD box sets when I was in college. I think it was when Black Friday and I still had my DVD player in my little tiny like box TV that like TV that nobody wanted that I took with me to college and I would watch that religiously from I started it from episode one all the way to the last season and I would watch it before I would go to work coincidentally at Victoria's Secret and I was obsessed I loved it I loved when the movies came out I was kind of late to the game I know it was really big in the 2000s but I was kind of late on that train but I loved when the movies came out I don't know why when the reboot was announced I kind of didn't really jump on the train probably because now that they release a whole bunch of episodes at once the spoilers come out so quickly and I was disappointed 
at the ending. So Kim Cattrall is coming back to season two. There was talks of a feud with her and Sarah Jessica Parker. And I guess the reason the series ended was because she couldn't agree on her salary. I guess she wanted a big raise and Sarah Jessica Parker was deemed an executive producer when the series was running so i guess she ultimately decided to walk away because of financial reasons and the reason why she is coming back is because she's getting a big payday but either way i'm really excited to see her maybe i'll binge watch season one in preparation for it but i heard aiden is also coming back to season two um he wasn't my favorite relationship that carrie had but Nevertheless, still interesting. Um, I'm kind of interested to see where they're going to take this because uh, I'm disappointed with the season one and they can't really come back from that. But <laughs> kind of like when you watch one of your favorite shows. Well, this is exactly that. When you watch one of your favorite shows and they go on for seasons and seasons and seasons and the plot starts to get really chaotic, it kind of stops making sense and this is kind of what I feel like is happening, at least with the major ending of season one. And we'll see what they come up with for season two. The whole feud with Kim Cattrall and her not wanting to do the reboot kind of reminds me of Full House when they did their spinoff, Fuller House. And the Olsen twins were missing and they were the biggest character on the show. So it was like really weird that they wrote them out. I guess the show said that they were going to fashion school or something and that's the reason why that they were not at the house. Uh, they kind of mirrored it to their real lives. I loved the Olsen twins. I am kind of sad they're not in the spotlight anymore. I get they probably want their privacy. They were child stars and but I grew up on the Olsen twins. Okay I had a VHS tape of Double Double Toil and Trouble. You remember all of those? They used to do a million cassette tapes of them and I think their last movie was I know I'm using my arms a lot today I can't help it <laughs> I speak with my hands but their last movie was when they were 18 I think it was New York Minute and they are so cute I know they're just laying alone doing their fashion designing thing now which I respect but I used to love the Olsen twins and I'm kind of bummed that they don't act anymore on a more fun celebrity gossip Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez are back together. I love them as a couple. They are so freaking cute. I know rumors were flying when Coachella happened and they were seen at the festival together and people were wondering if they were rekindling their romance. They used to live together. They toured together and they had this whole documentary where they are basically just in love all over the place and then they broke up and everybody was just kind of taken aback. And I'm so stoked to see them together again. They are so freaking cute. I think they are moving in together again. And I love to see it. So I have a few things that I've noted that I've seen in the celebrity pop news gossip columns that I want to comment on. And one of them I recently saw. And it is Kevin Federline. Who remembers Kevin Federline? K-Fed. And Britney Spears, they have two children together, Sean and Preston Spears, and I believe they are 18 and 17 now. That's crazy. I remember when Britney was at the height of her fame 
and she was being chased by paparazzis with them and shielding herself. Who remembers that? It was so freaking tragic. The photo of her running from the paparazzi and she runs into this business and she's crying and she has her baby and the paparazzi are just having a field day with the photos because she's having a quote meltdown. Of course, she's being chased by all these people. Anyway, so Kevin Federline's married, I guess, again to someone who unsurprisingly kind of looks a little similar to Britney Spears. I mean, doesn't that always happen? Um, He apparently wants to move to Hawaii, which is great, I guess. But the rumor is he wants to move to Hawaii because Britney Spears would be forced to pay him child support until the kids are 23 according to Hawaiian law, I guess. And I really wouldn't put it past him either because what has he exactly done since they broke up? He used to be a backup dancer for her and now he's a DJ, I guess. And articles were saying that their kids go to this private school and he, even though he has full custody of the kids, that there's like $15,000 of past due tuition for them. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was motivation for him to move to Hawaii. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I never liked K-Fed. They had a TV show that came out shortly after they had their whirlwind marriage. They were married, right? Um, Were they married? I remember she married that like high school, she married that high school guy that came out of nowhere, the woodworks, and they went to like the little chapel in Vegas and that got annulled so fast. Her team squashed that so fast. And then KFAD came along. Um, I think they were married. I should know this. Britney Spears is my queen. This is like my childhood, so I can't believe it's failing my memory right now, but since then, he hasn't really done anything. King of deadbeat men, Natalie Portman finds out her husband was cheating with a 25-year-old Natalie Portman, the goddess, Natalie Portman, Queen Amidala. We love her. Gorgeous. So apparently Natalie Portman's married some guy. <laughs> I think his name's like Ben Millipede or something. He, they met on the set of Black Swan way long ago I think that was in 2012 and he was the choreographer for the show I believe he's a dancer and that's how they met and then they got married two years later they have two kids and apparently he was recently photoed in France with some girl and she is like a climate activist or something 25 year old girl and then rumors started swirling that he was cheating and I think he actually admitted it and I guess they're gonna try to make it work which I (laughs) I don't know how you can do honestly but shame on you Ben or whatever your name is speaking of breakups the Taylor Swift fandom can all take a chill pill because apparently Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy are donezo um, everyone was saying their boyfriend and girlfriend is so obnoxious. Like, can't she just have a little bit of fun without putting a label on it? Like, who, who's to say they were even boyfriend and girlfriend? But anyway, people hated him. He was really controversial. And apparently he 
was kissing fans at his concert, which is like kind of really weird and disgusting, but that swirled rumors that they weren't together anymore and apparently it's true fans were so pissed about this romance that i saw i have to i have to pull out my notes because it's kind of ridiculous buzzfeed said taylor's fans have canceled their pre-orders for her upcoming album and sold their tickets to her tour as a direct response to her association with maddie first of all i highly doubt that's true this concert is highly coveted she just released her international dates for Mexico and Argentina and Brazil. Apparently, there are like 2 million people in the waiting room for the Argentinian tickets. And that doesn't seem very likely to me. And so I feel like they took their source from like one person that tweeted on Twitter and said, I want a refund for my tickets. And then like, a hundred people under that saying i'll buy it from you i'm just now realizing that like the last three bullet points i have are about celebrity cheating scandals and i didn't mean for this to be so like depressing but we're just gonna comment on it because i saw this article and it also made me laugh and um i know everyone remembers when arnold schwarzenegger came out with his kid he had with his housekeeper over a decade ago he used to be married to maria shriver she's a straight up kennedy gorgeous was a model they had a family together i think they had four children and um immediately after she found out this she divorced his ass as one should and i think this was in 2011 but it came out that he had a secret child with their freaking housekeeper and paid her off so she wouldn't say anything and this article headline or i guess he has a new netflix show too i haven't seen it but the headline says arnold schwarzenegger details the painful moment that he revealed his housekeeper affair to then wife maria shriver and i'm like Arnold Schwarzenegger's painful experience. He was pained by the fact that he had to live the consequences that he ruined his own family. And that just made me laugh a little bit because woe is you, Arnie. Like, are you for real? (laughs) Those are the notes that I took from my couch this weekend. And I have to admit, there's not that many. It's probably going to be a shorter episode this week just because I spent most of my time sleeping and being sick and just being an ultimate couch potato as one does and I still wanted to pop in because this podcast is so much fun for me I love doing it every week and I am I read something that said statistically that podcasts only statistically make it to the fourth episode so we're officially past that and I'm really excited and I am so glad that you are here with me and next week I will have something a little more long and elaborate for you but this is what I got right now it's a little bit unglamorous I'm your host Erica Renee and I will see you guys next week I hope that you at least had a good laugh with me on your commute to work and until next week thank you guys so much as always I will see you in the next episode Oh, 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 oh,